Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Well, with travel well and truly back on the agenda, what are the best options when it comes to travel insurance? Sinead Ryan, of course, presenter of the Home Show here on News Talk, is in studio with all of the answers. Sinead, good afternoon. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Not bad. Any um, travel planned? Any exciting trips? I can't wait, I must say, to get yeah, back on a plane. Hoping to go away for a weekend in about two weeks. Yeah. Poland. Poland. Random. Right. Very good. Never been. Wouldn't have been my top choice, but your luck. <laughs> Well, there's not an awful lot of people fly Dublin to Poland. I'm not picking. That route is very popular. Uh, listen, it'll be great. I was in London last weekend, actually, myself, and I'm heading off to uh, Prague in a couple of weeks. So it's great, isn't it, that we can just yeah, start look, even thinking like that again. Talk you know? about being able to go, I think, yeah, is, is yeah. fantastic. Speaking of which, I got an email this morning from my own insurer to tell me, thank you very much for renewing my multi or my in- travel insurance. I sure right. hadn't renewed you it at all. You didn't know you'd renewed no. it at all. That's, that's really, that's called an auto opt-in. And I, I'm not mad about that. I must say, I mean, can I get out of it? Insurance. Well, you can. There's usually a cooling off period, you know, before when, when you're offered a mm. renewal of premium to get back out of it. But to be honest, I don't like companies that do that anyway. Really, uh, that that should be opt in rather than opt out. In other words, mm. that uh, you are contacted by an insurance company at every renewal to say, hi, it's us. Do you want to renew for this year? You know, rather yeah. than we have renewed you. Maybe, you know. maybe they did. Anyway, send an better email. off to have it than not have it. Well, that's true. Look, if people have questions for Sinead actually about this today, um, send them into us 53106 at a cost of 30 cent or look, you can call us either. You can chat to Sinead yourself. 1800 453106 is the number. Um, what is the story with uh, with travel insurance? Like, would you recommend it's a I, must? I get asked this an awful lot and actually... <laughs> the simplest answer is to say always, always have it. This is as cheap as chips as insurance goes. I mean, most people spend hundreds or thousands on a trip abroad. The insurance bit of it is 50 quid. I mean, in all honesty, really, you, you just it, it's a silly thing to not have or to not spend the money on. Uh, it's really important. Now, people often say to me, oh, I'm over-insured. Sure, have health insurance or have my insurance uh, European yeah. cert, right? But they cover different things. And there's, there is cross-insurance, there is cross-contamination, that. But actually, there's a big difference because the European Health Insurance Form, the EHIC, that everybody should have, by the way, it's free of charge the last four years from ehic.ie. And that only covers you in the event of going to A&E in a European country, right? Mm. So you you have a heart attack in France, they bring you to a French hospital and you get the same public service as you would get there, right? That's all that does. Don't find you're missing bags or compensate you Mm. with flights delayed or anything like that. And likewise, your health insurance, many health insurance policies have a travel element on it, but it's quite restrictive and it only relates to your health. Again, not the bags or the Mm. loss or the delays or the cancellations. Travel insurance is the catch-all one. So that's the one that covers pretty much everything from the time you book your holiday to the day you fly back from your holiday. Um, So it's much more comprehensive. It's specialist. And I really, really wouldn't be going anywhere, even in Europe, without it. Mm. So this is the stuff, Sinead, I suppose. It's the... um like the bags go missing, you end up in an accident, something happens, it's you take sick. It's all of that. It's yeah, all it's of that. It's a personal insurance for you, the person, but it's also insurance for your stuff. Um, and it is important, you know, um, 
you know, to have it. Now, separately, there are regulations and c- consumer rules and they're very, very strong around flights being cancelled and delayed and all that kind of thing. Um, but you really, it, it doesn't obviate the need for travel insurance. What about with COVID restrictions? Or you suppose really with COVID quarantine and all of that? Yeah, there was huge uh, problems when COVID first hit because the insurance companies were scrambling. I mean, nobody knew how bad this thing was going to get and they kind of more or less shut up shop and said, right, we're not covering any of it. OK, now that has pretty much changed. It is now covered in the same way that everything else is covered. That said, um, the biggest mistake people make with travel insurance is waiting until the day before their holiday to buy it. OK, now, like that can't cover you if you suddenly can't travel because you get a, a, a positive COVID test, which is what you should be covering. So the time to buy your travel insurance is the day you book your holiday. Uh, or you buy one for the whole year, a multi-trip one, and that covers you no matter what. And they're the ones I like because they're actually cheaper. They work out as far, far better Do value. They? Oh, definitely. Even yeah, if you only take from a listener trip asking a year. Actually about that, you know, whether it's better to go for the annual or the trip by trip. Much better. So, I mean, look, I mean, you can get... For a single person, right, you can get a, a multi-trip, that's one for the whole year for Europe, uh, starting um, from about 18 euros... Okay. Now, a single trip would be fifteen euros. Mm, okay. So, like, it's it's not. There's no comparison, uh, and you're covered for the whole year within, usually within a zone. So it'll be like Europe. Now, if you think you're going to be travelling further afield than Europe, you can get a whole of whole of the world one, uh, and then there's a whole of the world plus USA <laughs> because we know that their medical costs are sky absolutely in okay. a different league. So altogether. actually, you need to make sure the states so is in it. Do make sure the states is in it because they're the ones that'll be covering you for the millions in the hospitals if you need it, you know. Um, But most insurance companies actually, when you go online or you ring them up, they will give you those different options. Uh, And if you feel you're going to be travelling further afield, I will, I would always just say as a general rule, buy the best you can afford. Yeah. Okay. Can I just bring in, Paul has got in touch as well. He's on the line, Sinead, if you want to throw on the headphones there. Paul, thanks for getting in touch with us. You have a question for Sinead today. Yeah, no problem. Um, We, myself and my daughter went to Lanzarote for a, a family wedding uh, in October and um, we had a very good insurance now but uh, I haven't actually tried to claim off the insurance yet uh, I don't know if you want me to name the, <laughs> the insurance person, um, company but it's, it's good insurance here in Ireland and um, the problem is we booked through um, an airline company in Europe um, a dot com company and um, they were flying through they were kind of working with an airline here in Dublin as well for one of the flights and uh, basically they messed up the whole booking long story short they completely messed up the booking and uh, I've, tr- I've tried to go to them numerous times they they won't give me any satisfaction with uh, uh, okay. repaying me it ended up costing me an extra 435 euro mm. because that's by a ticket on the day it, it was totally their fault but there's nothing I can really do um, except for uh, go to a small claims court and I was just wondering, is that possibly covered by insurance? Though? OK, well, it sounds to me, Paul, like you booked through what's called an OTA, which is an online travel agent. Uh, in other words, if they were based anywhere outside Ireland, your problem is going to lie there. And actually, it's really good advice to say to people, just avoid them like the plague. I know you can, might save a bit of money by going there, but... In the Hewlett Hunt, they're not necessarily bound by the same regulations as everybody else. A lot of these are based in the UK or based outside the EU, even though they look as if they're they're in Ireland. Um, and that is going to be a difficulty. Now, if it turns out um, that 
there was a, a mess up from the company's um, part and they are in the EU. They're based in the EU and you can scroll down to their website to find out their street address. You could be able to take a claim through the European Consumer Centre. Now, the, each member state in the EU has one of those. Uh, the Irish one is ECC Ireland and you can get onto them and ask them for your rights uh, or you may have to take it in the country in which that OTA is based. Uh, that would be my first port call if I were you. Uh, and then you could also ring your insurance company and say to them, what am I covered for here? And they'll go dive into the terms and conditions and they'll find out if they're if they're due. But I suspect they'll probably say, mm. go down this route first. OK, Paul, listen, thanks a million. I hope that helps in some way for you. 1800 453 106 is the number if you've a query here for Sinead today. I might actually, Sinead, fly through some of these messages. Yep. This texter says, I mentioned the one about the annual insurance. My daughter is going on a three-month college Erasmus programme later this year within Europe. She has VHI and the E1H HC health card. Have you any advice around other travel insurance? Would be much appreciated. Yeah, no, it depends what you mean by VHI. VHI, I'm assuming you mean health insurance because VHI also sell travel insurance, which is very good. Um, and I would be absolutely making sure that she has that. There are um, student ca- uh, programmes you can buy because normally when you buy travel insurance, it's for a trip lasting no longer than say a holiday, which would be two or three weeks at a time. So if she's going away for more than that or for several months, you may need a specific type of insurance called backpacker's insurance, even though she may not be backpacking. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive, but it will cover her and make sure she's she's included. Now, the AHIC will cover her anyway for emergency care in an in EU country. OK. A lot of messages coming in similar to this, Sinead. Travelling to Canada in early May. I'm 72, get quotes, but mm. I don't get any. This is holiday insurance for my wife who's 75. Have you any yeah. thoughts? Is there anything that's available for both of us? We're just looking for a single trip policy. Yeah. No, there are there are companies that will sell to over 75. 75 seems to be the cut-off age for a, yeah, for a lot more of insurance. Yeah. Um, multitrip.com will cover for over 75 and... Uh, I think the VHI travel insurance will also cover over 75s. Um, Just double check that they'll cover. Like Canada's a first world country. It's it's kind of people travelling kind of to weird remote places that they don't like. Uh, But I don't think you're going to have a problem. I do think you'll be paying quite a high premium for it though. Okay. Uh, Margaret is wondering, um, Sinead, if your bags go missing, have you to produce an invoice for every item in the case to make a claim? No. um, Most travel insurance policies have a set amount that they give you back for lost bags. Now, this is after you've gone through the procedure with the airline and the handlers Mm. and all that kind of thing. But usually they'll say up to 500 euros or up to 1,000 euros of contents, depending on the type of policy. So most insurers have a kind of like a bronze silver and gold type policy or whatever they'll call it in, in their own thing. The, the better ones carry the better item. Now, any particular valuables, I mean, you wouldn't be, don't put them in your, bring them with you. Like, like jewellery and stuff yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah, wear it, wear it or actually have it in your hand luggage. But if you are putting it in your case and it's an unusual item, like a laptop or whatever, I, I would absolutely have, have a kind of a note of that, a photograph of it, a receipt for it and all that kind of thing. Okay. Um, 1800 453 if you want to join us. Micah is on the line. What's your question for Sinead today? Hello. Um, it's to do with um, COVID uh, restrict, travel restrictions and travel insurance. Um, we're hoping to visit family in New Zealand um, at the end of March as the border there is reopening. And um, I've been searching and searching all the travel insurance um, kind of providers I can find in Ireland. And they all seem to have this kind of 
rock and a hard place situation where they don't seem to be covering in the event of the DFA um, advising against travel to a particular country, but they also won't cover you cancelling the trip if the travel advice changes for any reason. Um, so we, we're kind of just concerned about being covered um, if either the Irish travel advice or the New Zealand um, government travel advice changes. And okay. us not being able to travel and having yeah. to cancel our trip. OK, okay Mike. Hi, how are you? Um, look, during the depths of COVID, um, the Department of Foreign Affairs has was trying to kind of work out which countries are safe to go to and not safe to go to. A lot of that has now been settled and with borders reopened, New Zealand being one of the later countries to reopen. Um, it is always a tricky one because your insurance is not doesn't pack in, it doesn't arrive in until the Department of Foreign Affairs says do not travel. In other words, it issues a travel ban. Now, currently, there's very, very few countries in the mm. world that have a travel ban and you'd be looking at places like Syria, you know, Afghanistan, places like that, war-torn, maybe maybe Ukraine at the moment mm. or places like that. So, so first of all, kind of safe countries like New Zealand don't come under that ban, which means that if it's A, it's unlikely that the borders will close from our end. So the DFA in Ireland is not going to say don't travel to places like that. Now, if New Zealand suddenly issues a travel ban and shuts its borders mm. again and says do not come into this country, that will depend on the type of insurance you have. Um, and it may well be covered under that because you cannot fly. In any event, the flights will be cancelled and you would get your money back under that guarantee. My advice to you is book through a travel agent and take out the best insurance you can. Okay. Thanks a million, Micah, for getting in touch with us. I just have a quick one here, maybe from Hilda. We'll just try and fit you in as well, Hilda, before the one o'clock news. What's your query for Sinead? It's just that I'm flying to the States in September and I rang there and they said, if I took out a single trip, I'm 74, I would not be covered until the actual date I was flying. So I was a bit puzzled about that. I am okay. puzzled about that because I, my advice is always um, to book your travel insurance the day you book the holiday, not the day you fly, because it's you want it to, to cover you uh, for, for in the event of that cancellation. And most insurance companies that I've been speaking to say we're happy to cover COVID and other things as long as the policy is bought at least seven days before travel. So I would find that an unusual uh, contract. Mm. I would ask them why, but also um, Hilda might be an idea just to ring up one or two other insurers and ask them what their policy is and give them a concrete example. For instance, if I get covid kind of 10 days out and I have to cancel my trip or if I break my leg or something happens and I can't fly, what exactly will you do? Okay, Hilda, thanks a million for getting in touch with us here on the programme today. Uh, Sinead, loads more queries coming in from people about holiday insurance. Can I direct people to a couple of websites, right? One of the best is the one I've mentioned, the Department of Foreign Affairs, dfa.ie. It has country-specific advice for every country in the world that you might be flying to, what the restrictions are, the regulations, what you need. That's updated daily, Okay. okay? really good. Ryanair, don't often get to mention them in a, in a good way. Their website is excellent for travel restrictions because in some countries you still need a passenger locator mm, form, you may need a right, antigen yeah. test, you may need a PCR test, you may need proof recovery and all of that. And then the European one is reopen.europa.eu and that also excellent country specific advice and it okay. also tells you when you're in a country all of the stuff all that the you, stuff need, you as need. Well. Good stuff. Sinead Ryan, thanks a million for joining us here for the Consumer Corner this Monday. We're going to be talking about botched cosmetic surgery abroad next. Lunchtime Live 
on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.